Lord, after hearing what you are going to be speaking to us, that we will go home empowered and strengthened. Father God, to do exploit for you, Lord. Father God, thank you for this hour. We give you praise. We give you adoration. Let your servant increase and let Jesus Christ alone increase. Let his words of grace that you continue speaking to us Sunday after Sunday may not stand against us on the day of judgment. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name, O Lord, we have prayed. You may be seated, please. I just uh, think that uh, we have to conclude our study on the fearful scale. As I've said about two weeks ago, or two weeks ago, or, th or three weeks ago, the fearful scale is trusting in the merit of our works. That is the meaning of the fearful scale because, in the, in, because I borrowed the title fearful scale from the study of Islamic religion. And also in uh, Catholic theology, they believe in salvation by grace and also believe you know, in salvation by works. That is why we have to endeavor when we see that is, within Christendom, they, they do not categorize, uh, you know, Catholic as, as a, a group of people that uh, uh, belongs to the group that, you know, that is, not, uh, uh, that is not of God. We believe that uh, we all belong to the body of Christ. But then we have to be able to witness to them because what they believe is quite different from biblical revelation because Mary is not a co-redemptress. See, because Mary was a sinner saved by the grace of God, saved by his son that he gave birth to. So he can never be a co-redemptress. People cannot be praying to Mary to be able to save them or to carry their prayers to God. They cannot do that because it is not biblical. It is not in the word of God. People who, do, who does that, they are only messing themselves up. The only person that has uh, every audacity, you know, to... Uh, you know, to, to make our prayers answer is the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Acts 4.12, the Bible is very clear. There is no salvation in anyone else. There is no salvation in anyone else. You see, we must be saved in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot pray to angels. That is not biblical. That is false redemption. Biblical, I mean, uh, you know, the, the, um, uh, the angels has no power to save. 
As a matter of fact, the angels are servants of God. So the only one that has the power to save is the one that came down from heavens, who died on the cross, who was buried, who rose again, who ascended back to heaven, and with the promise that he's coming back again. And we, those of us who, who believe, we believe that the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is imminent. That is why all of us have to understand this. Because I believe I don't want anybody in this ministry at one point or the other not knowing what salvation is all about. People should be able to have a grasp of this because it is vital, it is important to our lives. Going to church is not salvation. Belonging to a religious kind of a thing is no salvation. Jesus Christ is the author of our redemption. Our redemption is a gift to us. We do not merit it. We are justified by grace. Lest anybody should boast. That is why I'm, I want to make it clear. To every one of us. That is why I borrowed the, the, the title, The Fearful Scale. I've already explained that, and I believe you still hold that in your spirit. The term is taken from uh, the book of Daniel. It says that uh, Belshazzar said, the Lord said to him, you have been weighed on the scales and found wanting. He has been weighed on the scale. And he had found him wanting. That is a terrible thing. I don't want to be weighed in a scale. I just want to be you know, to be seen and justified by grace. I read to you last week that, no, I mean, the, the, uh, the first portion of this, uh, of this message. None of us is righteous, not even one. We are saved by the special grace of God. Fearful skill. Number one, six justification based on the merit of man. And when we are talking about the merit of man, we are talking about the works that we do. You see, the work that you do begins to count the moment you come to the Lord Jesus Christ and, and you are saved. And you are saved. That is when your work begins to count. That is why when we come before the judgment seat of Christ, it's quite different from the judgment seat, I mean the judgment at, you know, throne of God. The judgment throne is a, you know, is, is a throne 
that is going to commit people to where they belong in hell. But the judgment seat of Christ is for Christians who are going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. I see many people having all kinds of teachings about this, which I think basically is not rooted in the word of God. Every believer is going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. And why do we have to appear before the judgment seat of Christ? Are we going to be judged either we are saved or not? No. We are already saved. But they are going to judge your works. Let him who do good continue to do good. Righteousness. Let him who who do evil, continue to do evil. The righteous just will come at the appointed appoint time to judge each one. So what, that is what is going to be judged. If your work burns, because some people, their work will be burnt, but they will crawl to heavens at the judgment seat of Christ. But they have no work, you know, to be, to receive any kind of reward from the Lord. See, fearful skill seeks justification based on the merit of man. Based on the merit of the law. If it is based on the merit of the law, not none of us will be saved. The Bible says in Galatians 2, 15 to 16, he said, we who are Jews by birth are not Gentile sinners. Know that a man is not justified by observing the law but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by observing the law. Because by observing the Lord, no one will be justified. None of us will be justified by observing the law. And then we see this, it happens, you know, when they, they wrote a letter to, you know, to the council in Jerusalem, you know, to talk about the Gentiles believers, the people who were preaching first gospel to them, that they must be circumcised before they were fully or they could be fully saved. But that is not, uh, you know, that is not biblical. The Bible says in Acts 15, it says some men 
came from Judea to Antioch and were teaching the brothers, unless you were were circumcised according to the custom taught by Moses, you cannot be saved. Can you imagine that? This brought Paul and Barnabas into sharp dispute and debate with them. So Paul and Barnabas were appointed along with some other believers to go up to Jerusalem to see the apostles and elders about this. And if you read through all this, they wrote a letter back to the church at Antioch and encouraged the Gentiles there that we are saved by, no, by faith through grace. You cannot, you cannot be saved, you cannot be justified by observing the law. That is not to say that law is not important. The word law is what we call pistis. And it's, it's, you know, it's just, uh, it's just uh, what points us to sin, identify sin for us so that we can run away from sin. That is what law does. But, law, but, but the law does not have the power to save. Because of every year before the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the people of, of, of Israel will sacrifice a lot of goats, a lot of bulls to take away sin. And the Holy of Holies, only the high priest alone will enter the place. And if he entered the place unworthily, he's not going to come out. That is why they have to, they have to tie something around his waist when he entered the Holy of Holies. Because if he dies there, no person can enter the place. They have to drag him out of the place. And they have to do it year after year before the coming of Christ. And when Christ came, he performed the sacrifice once and for all, for you and for me and for every one of us. So we are justified. We are justified by faith through grace. Secondly, the fearful skill is inadequate, is inadequate to withstand the absolute righteousness of God. It cannot withstand the righteousness of God. That is why it is so much terrible for every, you know, Muslims, you know, uh, and for Catholics who still believe in works of righteousness, that you have to do works. Every other religions, they do believe in works. If you, if you talk to Jehovah Witnesses, as a matter of fact, the first thing that uh, they had, in the first thing they had, that, that they have aired was the, the, the demotion of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because in their Bible, he said the word, you know, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. 
And the word, the word in their own book, he said the word was a God. Now, that is a, a terrible, it's a, you know, a, 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 it's a terrible thing that, that they have done, I mean, to the word of God. And they, they believe in works. Because you have to work yourself. That is why they have to give them, you know, literatures and all the rest for them to keep on selling it all around. It's only the biblical Christianity rooted in the word of God that is very clear to us. We are saved by grace, by grace, by grace, by grace, through faith. And the fearful skill is inadequate to withstand the absolute righteousness of God. Thirdly, is a deception of the evil one. For anyone to believe that you can attain righteousness by yourself, by your works, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just that uh, you are deceiving yourself. It's a deception of the, of the evil one. In Galatians 3, 10, 11, the Bible says, all who rely on observing the Lord are under a curse. For it is written, cause is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. You have to fulfill all those things according to the absolute righteousness of God. And if you do not fulfill it, it, is, it says, caused. Is that, is, uh, you know, is everyone. Clearly no one is justified before God by the law. Clearly. Because the righteous will live by faith. By faith. You see, it is very important for us to know this. And that is why every believer should rejoice. Rejoice every day in thanksgiving to God for what he has done for us. Fourthly, the fearful skill creates the assurance of salvation. Thus, the day, the day judgment becomes very, very dreadful. I mean, it, it creates no assurance. The fearful scale creates no assurance of salvation. As a result of that, the day of judgment becomes very dreadful, very fearful. And every Muslims are very fearful, very fearful of the day of their death. You see, every believer, by the grace of God, we have the assurance of faith. We, are, we have the assurance of our salvation. 
Everything has been perfected on the cross of Calvary. So by the grace of God, when death comes, we can rejoice in the Lord because we are going to the the very presence of our living Jesus. There's no fear because that is one of the reasons why he came. To destroy those who are kept captive by fear. And anyone who, who still believes in their own merit and thinking that they are going to be saved by their own merit. The judgment day, the day of judgment becomes very dreadful. Hmm. To such people. And that is a very terrible thing. John 3, 16 to 18 says, we, have, we know this verse, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life or but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned. Already, because he has not believed in the Son of God, God's Son and only Son. Paul says to us in the book of Romans, he said there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. If you have been saved by grace through faith, There is no longer any condemnation for you. If if nothing in this world brings you joy in your heart, that should bring joy into your heart. John 3.36 says, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. But whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on him. Hebrew 9.27, just as a man is destined to die once, and after that, to face judgment. That is the word of God. It is is very important for us to understand, you know, the, uh, the word of God and to, to surrender 
and to submit ourselves to him. Very important. Romans 3, 25 to 28, God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement. As I bring this message to conclusion, through faith in his blood, he did this to demonstrate his justice. That is his justice that was brought unto the Lord Jesus Christ when he died on the cross. Because in his forbearance, he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time. So as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith. Yes, in Jesus Christ. Who have faith in Jesus Christ. He has demonstrated his justice for sin. When Jesus Christ died on the cross. And as a result, everyone who comes to the Lord Jesus Christ is himself or herself justified. Not because of anything you have done, but because of everything that he has done. And then he asks this question. Where then is boasting? Where then is boasting in verse 27? It is excluded on what principle? On what principle are you boasting? Is it on that observing the law? No. But on that faith, on that of faith. For we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from observing the law. It's very important. And the, the text that was given to us, even today, listen to it. He said, when then shall we say that Abraham, our forefathers, discovered in this matter. If in fact Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. Not before God. Now, what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God. Believed God. Not by the works that he did. He believes God. And it was credited to him as righteousness. Now when a man, a man works, his wages are not credited to him as a gift. Have you seen somebody who had worked for, for I mean, 40 hours a week? And uh, the employer says that, well, I'm giving you a gift. For what? I worked for this. Basically, 
You have to pay me for that. It's not, it's, 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 it's not a gift. You see, he said, his wages are not credited to him as a gift, but as an obligation, obligation of your employer to pay you for 40 hours. However, to the man who does not work, but trust God, who justifies the wicked, his faith is credited as righteousness. That's righteousness. You don't have to have the fear of scale. I mean, the fearful scale on your shoulders. Every time and every hour, you are already free. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Romans 10.5 says, Brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for the Israelites is that they may, they may be saved. For I can testify about them that they are zealous for God. But listen to this. But their zeal is not based on knowledge. It's not based on knowledge. Not based on understanding. Since they did not know the righteousness that comes from God and sought to establish their own. They did, they did not submit to God's righteousness. Christ is the end of the law. Is the end of the law. So that there may be righteousness for everyone, listen to this, who believes. Jesus Christ is the end of the law. He was the only one who kept who fulfill all the laws and died beyond in the bodies of our sins on himself, on the cross of Calvary. This is very amazing something that the almighty God has given to us. Moses describes in this way the righteousness that is by the law. The man who does these things, who believes in the law, will live by them. If that is what they want to do. The word of God is very clear. I, I, I just thank the Lord for this, for this word. We cannot trust in our own merit. Or thinking that uh, we can trust in the letters of the law. We cannot do that. Sometimes when, you know, when I'm taking the pain for you to understand this, for all of us to understand this, that we, we have no ambiguity regarding the issue of redemption of our lives. That we are saved 
one of the contention of, uh, you know, of the study that we had this, uh, this morning in the, in the Sunday school is for us to be able to contend for the faith that has already been delivered to saints, to the apostles. To contend for this faith. But how can you contend for the faith if you don't have knowledge of the faith? That is the point. I want to just encourage you today. You know, I have a, I've interviewed a lot of people. I've talked to them. Sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm going to ask them, have you been saved? Have you been born again? Sometimes it sounds strange to some people. They don't have a kind of a clue of what it is. Some say, I go to church. I do this, I do that. That is not it. You see, Jesus is the author, the finisher of our faith. He has perfected for you. For you. I want people to be so that you can contend for the faith. You can give reasons to people all around you that comes around you, your friends, your relations, the faith that is in you. With clear expressions of the faith. That you have in the Lord Jesus Christ. But if you cannot stand up and contend for the faith, I beg you today to come out and give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Then when they ask you, you can explain to them all that the Lord Jesus Christ have done in your life. It's very important. Don't just rig rule around this world and one day you have to stand before God and you have nothing to show for it. It's going to be sad. It's going to be terrible. So I beg all of you at this moment that is why I can sing blessed assurance Jesus is mine Jesus is mine a Muslim came to the church somebody invited him to the church and uh, he came to that church and when he had the message of God's love with tears in his eyes he walked forward he said, for years I've, I've carried this fearful scale on my shoulders. But I'm relieved today that I've been saved by grace. He did not understand it before. It doesn't matter. You may pray five times a day. You may pay sakat to, any, I mean, to anybody. You may do all the five pillars of Islamic religion. It is not going to save you. That is it. People have to understand it. 
There's no salvation in, in anybody else. I've studied comparative religions. Only in biblical Christianity we have the grace of the Almighty God. If you want to come now, come and give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. If you are a Christian, if you are a